There are four shocking things that happen to anything that you focus on. We're going to be diving into that in this video. See, when we really look at it, all of your life comes down to what you have continually been focusing on. Your focus determines your future. Our life is constantly moving towards the direction of our strongest thoughts. So understanding how our focus works and knowing what to focus and why things are the way they are in our lives, every result, all the fruit that is in our life that we want and that we don't want is the result of our focus and the decisions that have shaped who we are today. So today I'm going to be uncovering how this is and what we can do about it. So the four shocking things that will happen to anything that we focus on. My name is Anik Leffingwell and here at the Army of Youth, we are passionate about helping young people to identify their unique talents and to dedicate them to Christ's service. If this is something that interests you, then I encourage you to subscribe and follow us on social so you can get more messages just like this one. So have you, um, recently I've been understanding a little bit more about race car drivers and these guys are driving these tracks over 200 miles an hour. They'll go from zero to 60 miles per hour within three seconds of being from a standstill. How is it that they don't crash into these walls and just burn and crash and die? What do they do? Well, the race car drivers, they say that in order to avoid the wall, they don't look at the wall that they're trying to avoid. They look at the direction where they want to go because if they look to the wall, their vehicles start to go towards it and they crash. It's much like a, we, we hear it on the news sometimes that there's someone driving in their Porsche and they're, they're driving on these country roads and there's like a, a telephone pole once every quarter of a mile and they just somehow find that one pole that, uh, that they start getting out of control in, the, in their sports car and as they're driving, they're like, oh no, it's like, I want to avoid that pole. And then what do they do? They wrap right around it because they were focusing on where they didn't want what they wanted to avoid. And, they, and by focusing on it, they ended up going in that direction. So that's how it is with our focus. So what we want to do is be very clear on what do we want to do and what do we want in life? What are the desires of our heart and, and what does God want in our life? And focus on what are the behaviors we want to see more of and go in the direction that you want to go, not in the things that you're trying to avoid. So we're going to be looking a little bit more into this, this what, what I like to call the law of focus. This is a law of nature, universal law that is governing all the results of your life, of your finances, of your relationships that you have or don't have, the degree that you have. It's all based on our focus. So what does the law of focus say? It says four things. Number one, the law of focus states that what you focus on, you find. This is how what you focus on, you find. Jesus puts it this way. He says in Matthew 7, 7, Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and ye shall what? You shall find. Knock and it shall be open unto you. So the word of God is extremely practical and very clear here that what you're focusing on, life is what you make it. You will find what you look for. If you're looking for things to be discouraged, if you're looking for like, like what's wrong with me? You're going to find all of these wrongs and these challenges and mistakes and shortcomings and failures. But if you look to Christ, if you look to the cross of Calvary, when you see that, um, 
when you see that uh, and you behold Jesus and his character, then by looking at that, you will find it. If you look for things to be grateful for, you'll find it. Because the truth is, you could be upset or you could be grateful, but you can't be both at the same time. The question is, what are you focusing on? Because if you look for it, you will find it. And then the second thing is that what you focus on changes you. What you focus on changes you. This is the law of focus. Then Jesus um, puts it this way in 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 18. But we all with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, and are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. So the word beholding is what we would call focusing. So by beholding, we become changed. By focusing, we become changed. So if you're focusing on, if a lot of your thoughts are on mistakes and failures and shortcomings, what are you going to find more of? That, exactly the wall that you want to avoid, the wall that you're trying not to crash and burn into. So by focusing on the things that you want to have, the outcomes that you want to see in life, you'll have more of that. So what I would encourage you to do is to think, spend, spend like 5% of your time and energy and effort on the problem and spend 95% on the solution. Because as you behold these things, it's going to change you. And some of the ways we could focus is through our words, through our listening, through what we watch, every video we watch, every audiobook we pick up, every podcast we listen to, everything that we read, every quote, every post on social media, it's all directing our focus. So what we want to be is an extremely intentional to guard our focus and govern our focus and focus on the things that you want that you want to influence you, that you want to be changed by. Like even in this video right now, you're focusing on your growth. You're focusing on your work. You're calling for God. You're focusing on what the Lord is leading you to and learning and, and developing your talents for Christ's service so you could identify and dedicate them and develop them. So by focusing and watching these videos like this, you're able to learn the skills and gain the understandings that you need to go to live your calling and to be all that God has created you to be. Because what you focus on will change you. So you're going to be an average of the top five voices that you hear the most. So you want to ask yourself, think of the people in your social circles. Are they really the people you spend the most time with? Are those really the people that you want to be influencing you? Do they have the results, the fruit that you want? And you can embrace distant mentors. You can embrace distant voices and start hearing through YouTube, through podcasts, through different means. And you could be listening um, and folk and which changes your focus and it changes your beliefs and changes your behavior and it changes ultimately who you are because your who your character will determine your destiny your destination where you end up five years from now ten years from now it's all going to be determined on what you chose to focus on on a moment by moment decision so this is um, if we want a Christ-like character we need to behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world so what you focus on you find what you focus on changes you. And number three, what you focus on grows. What you focus on grows. Now, Galatians chapter 6 and verse 7 puts it this way. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, 
that shall he also reap. This sowing is so important because one of the ways we can focus is through words. Luke chapter 8 and verse 11 and 12, it shows that the seed is the word of God or seed is words. Now you have a good seed, which is God's word. It's truth. It's usually um, on a principle of abundance and liberation and truth, but you have weeds, you have bad seeds, you have unwanted seeds in our life, that that would be based on limitation and lies or the words of Satan, um, these limiting beliefs. And every time that you give expression to what I like to call these limiting beliefs, these lies, that like, I can't do this, usually based on scarcity, I can't, I don't know, I don't have enough, I've, I've never experienced this, or, or um, giving expression to these different, these doubts and insecurities and limitations, well, then it grows and it festers and, and that which you don't like actually increases. So when you focus on your problem, what happens? Your problem grows. But when you focus on the solution, what happens then? The solution grows. But what are you going to focus on? Um, and that is, the, that is one of the major questions of our lives. The most important questions that we can ask is what are we going to choose to focus on in this moment? And when we focus on what we're grateful for, then that which we're grateful for increases. And the, the, the satisfaction, the joy, the contentment, the peace in Christ, it grows the more that we give them utterance, the more that we focus on it with our thoughts or with our feelings. So everything in life, the fruit um, is, is a result. The finances that we have, this is the result of what we have been focusing on that we have or that we don't have, or the relationships that we have in our life is, is a continuation of what we have been focusing on. A man that has friends must show himself what? Friendly. So have we been friendly? Have we been learning the social skills to be more friendly, to be genuinely interested in others, to understand the uh, leadership, the skill of influence, and to use our influence to connect others to Christ? It's all based on the seeds that we're sowing because what you focus on will grow. And I want you to see that applies to everything in life. If you focus on um, your, your family and cultivating that and strengthening that and, and helping them, your family's going to grow. If you focus on um, your, your work, your job, your, your calling, your occupation, what you're, what you're doing, your business, your business will grow when you focus on those different areas. But the tendency is we like to focus on the areas that are like the path of least resistance or, and, and then we might be, a lot of times we get lopsided and we grow in one area of life where another area of life is, is underdeveloped, underfocused, under resourced of our time, energy, knowledge, strength. And, um, and then, and then we have unbalanced life and then we we're out of harmony with the things that really matter in life. We allow the urgent to crowd out what's really important. And um, then, the, then crisis takes place in our life. So it's, it's our focus that's going to help us to grow. So I just encourage you to guard your focus and focus on the things that you want to have more of in life because that is how you will experience more, more of that abundance by the focusing um, on, on that. Focus on the promises. If you want more promises from God, focus on the character traits that God is developing in you if you want to have that growing more. By focusing on your faults, your failures, your mistakes, it only makes your character even weaker. But focus on Christ being formed in you, then it will grow tremendously. 
Now you can begin to understand why for the year 2021, my year, the word of the year um, last year was intentional. 2020 was intentional. For 2021, my year is focus. The word of the, this year is focus. I want to understand everything I can about this. I want to know how can I grow? How can I develop this? How can I strengthen my focus? And what should I focus on? What, what could I focus on that would make the biggest difference in life? And I've come to realize that focusing on how to focus has been one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. And I know that this is laying a foundation that what I'm focusing on, the skills of focus that I'm learning in these seven faculties of the mind that we're not doing now, but, but we, we're, we've been covering on our, on our different social platforms is, um, is one of the best decisions I've ever made and learning that all of our thoughts and our focus, they mean the same thing, can be broken down in these seven faculties and how we use the faculty of memory, of perception, of will, of reason, of intuition, of, of, of faith. All of these different faculties are largely going to determine our eternal destiny and our, and our destination of where we are in this life and the life to come. So learning how to focus is so important because what we focus on grows. And the fourth thing that anything that we focus on, what you focus on, you feel. Do you feel discouraged? Do you feel disappointed? Do you feel um, angry? Feeling is a fruit. Your focus is the seed that produces the fruit. A lot of times we don't want the feeling of overwhelm or pain or anger or or disappointment or discouragement. We don't want that. And we're like, how can I stop being distracted? How can I stop being angry? How can I stop being um, whatever this unwanted feeling is? And the, the truth is feelings follow your focus. So instead of trying to avoid the um, the feeling, focus on the seed that produced the feeling. The seed is the words. It's the words that we're saying that if we're saying like, I, I've never done this. I can't do this. I'm, I'm a mistake. I keep making mistakes. I never know what to do. And if, if we're saying these limiting beliefs, we're expressing these things, it's going to create feelings because the, whatever we're focusing on, if we're focusing on the loss, if we're focusing on, it's the meaning that we attach to the experiences and events of life that will create the feeling in our life. But if we're focusing on what can I be grateful for? What do I appreciate about this situation? If we focus on the frustration in our relationship, what are we going to feel frustrated? But if we focus on what we appreciate in our relationships, we're going to feel appreciation. We're going to express appreciation. And but the law of imparting shows that given it shall be given unto you. You'll be able to sow seeds of cheer. You could be like this, this little child. I, I love their face because it's so expressive of so much joy and peace. It's like the fruit of the spirit of lo is love, joy, peace, long suffering, like all of these, these things, the fruit of the spirit, these, these, uh, joy, happiness, peace. It's that's the fruit. So it's instead of looking at the fruit, go back to the seed that produced the fruit. And that seed is your focus. Like I'm not going to plant a tomato seed. And then when I get tomatoes, be like, ah, oh, no, why did I get tomatoes? I don't want the tomato. I wanted watermelon, but there's tomato in my garden. I really wanted watermelon. Like how ridiculous is that? If I want watermelon, I need to do what? Plant watermelon seeds. I can't sow tomatoes and expect watermelon. It doesn't work that way. In like manner, if, 
instead of trying to think of the emotion that you want to avoid, the wall that you're trying not to crash into, think of the seed that you want. Start there and focus on that. And what you focus on, you will feel. What you focus on, you will, you will, will, will grow. And we can see the Bible verse in Acts 17, verse 27. The Bible says that they should seek the Lord if haply they might feel after him and find him, though he be not far from every one of us. Your emotions, they follow, your feelings follow your focus. And um, I, I remember going through an experience where um, I was trying to meet new people and I was stepping out of my comfort zone. I was bullied a lot as a kid and so it was really hard. I associated people with pain and because the meaning, what I focused on is the mistakes that I made and the people who were mean to me. And the more that I replayed that, every time I met someone new, it just made me think like I associated that new relationship. They didn't hurt me or didn't do anything to me. But I, I remember what other people did and because I focused on the pain, it made it painful to talk to other people. And I was terrified. I was afraid to talk to strangers. I was afraid to share with other people. But I knew that as a gospel soldier, that God has equipped me. He has commissioned me to go share the gospel. And in order to teach all nations, all nations, I don't know them all yet. So, yet. so I have to go meet new people from different nations in order to share the gospel with them. And I was like, this is really hard. And, and it would just terrify me. And, and I wanted to be an evangelist. I wanted to share my faith and share the gospel, work for God, but I kept focusing on, I'm afraid to speak to new people. I'm terrified of this. Or uh, what if I make a mistake? And I was focusing on failure. I was focusing on the past and I was allowing the past to, to determine who I am now. But, the, but what had to change is I had to switch the seeds and then start saying, like, why do I want to talk to new people? Why do I want, why do I want to um, communicate with them? Why do I want to meet new people? Why do I want to share Christ? It's like, well, there, there's no greater joy than sharing with others what God has shared with me. And I realized, well, I can have this joy. And, and, I, and then sometimes I'd step out of my comfort zone and it worked out well. It was so good. It exceeded my expectation. But then I quickly forget. I go back to the pain and the hurt and the past and it would, it would limit me. But it wasn't until I started to shift my focus and I started seeing like, okay, instead of thinking of all the times that I failed, let me go back and think of all the times that went well. Think about the lives that were touched. Think about the lives that are going to be touched. Focus on uh, what I want to see grow, the more of these things. And focus on how I appreciated talking to new people and how so, so many of the closest friends that I have now, they were strangers at one point. But just re associate, making new associations with, uh, with meeting new people with, by focusing and attaching that to the closest friends that I have. These, these joyful experiences of people being receptive to the gospel. Instead of focusing on being like, what if they reject it? Think, what if they accepted it? And it transforms their life. Just by shifting my focus. Now I love meeting new people. I get excited to talk to people I don't know. And, I, and it's so fun. And sharing the gospel is a blessing. But it's when I shift my focus that now what I focus on, I feel. That fear has now turned into joy and to peace and excitement to go meet new people. But it's all because of what I'm focusing on. Your feelings follow your focus. So let's recap a little bit. The law of focus states that number one, what you focus on, you find. Number two, what you focus on, 
changes you. Number three, what you focus on grows. And number four, what you focus on, you feel. This is what the law of focus is. So if you want to have a life of growth, of progress, of, of changing from your character to Christ's character, if you want to find more peace, more joy, more excitement, more of the things that you want in life, if you want to feel more of the fruit of the Spirit, then the answer, the solution is to start focusing on things that are going to set you free. Focus on things that will liberate you, the liberating truths in God's Word. And to start um, going to the Word of God and finding it to be such great joy in holding the answers that you're looking for. And if you're interested, what I did is I put together this special web class um, at directionfromgod.com. And if you would like to know how to study the Bible, to find the questions that you're looking for, to overcome specific challenges, to be able to be changed into the likeness of Christ, the character of Christ, and to really know how to guard, guide your focus, then go to directionfromgod.com. There's a free web class there. You can sign up today. And this is going to show you how to get your questions answered from the Word of God. And, it, and this is a Bible study program method that's unlike anything I've ever seen. Um, and I I'm super excited to see you over there. And I, I look forward to seeing you, friends. And um, this has been four shocking things that will happen to anything that you focus on. My name is Enoch Leffingwell, and if you like this video, then share this video with someone else. Who do you know that could benefit from a message like this? And remember, friends, that God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called.